Evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fig and Lock Talk. I'm Mr. Fig. And I'm Mr. Lock. And uh, not a lot happened this week. Uh, we do have a few restaurant reviews for you, but I think for the most part, we're just going to talk tonight, and whatever comes out, comes out. Uh, I think we're a couple topics we might discuss. Um, what, are our fav- what are our favorite TV shows were growing up? And uh, I think last week we were going to try to talk about if a movie was made about our life, who would we want to play that role? So if we get to those, great. But really, we're just going to talk tonight, and whatever comes out, comes out. We'll see where yeah, it, man. Where it, where it takes go, us. Let it go, man. Let it hang out. Yeah. So um, to start, uh, this was, we, we, as you know from our last episode, it was Virginia, it was Virginia Beach Restaurant Week. Uh, we have two reviews this week. Um, I have The Hearth from last weekend, which I didn't get to in the last podcast. And uh, Nick's going to talk about Two Togs, where we went tonight. So let's start with uh, The Hearth. So The Hearth is located down off of uh, Virginia Beach Boulevard and Baltic. It's a little spot. They emphasize uh, wood grill cuisine. Nice rustic little setting. A nice beer list. Lots of uh, local IPAs and lagers. You know, Connors is all over the place down here. You can't, you know, run into a bar or restaurant without running into it. Same thing with Smart Mouth. Um, Hard, uh, Hardywood, I think it is, from up in Richmond. Yeah, right? I love that, yeah. So a lot of local beers or Virginia Virginia beers uh, on display. Some good Virginia wines as well. I had the, uh, uh, what was it called? The ca- uh, Cassolet. Which was a combination of uh, of ground duck and Italian sausage combined with some uh, red some uh, red beans, some refried red beans, Virginia red beans. It was delicious. Um, it was all prepared in the wood fired oven. Uh, probably one of the most unique things I've ever tasted. If I had one negative critique about it, it was probably the fact that they covered it in shake and bake. What? Yeah, shake and bake crumbs. Shake and bake. I don't know. I'm not sure if that was just to add some texture or what, but um, yeah. So a little different, but uh, good nonetheless. Um, the to drink, I had a they they had a drink that they made there was a uh, um, what was it? A grapefruit juice combined with some vodka, and there was one other element in there, and I can't remember, but it was it was damn tasty. Uh, a really good restaurant. I, I I would highly recommend it. Uh, unless they have a lot of different daily specials. And now I went during brunch, so I can't really comment on their lunch or dinner menu. But their 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 brunch menu is off the chain. And they had uh, sitting at the bar. Uh, they have an open kitchen, so you can watch them make all this stuff right there in front of you. So it's extremely fresh, extremely open, and a, a good place to eat, man. I'd I recommend it. Parking, not so great. <laughs> not gonna lie, Parking's not a bad. lot of parking options. Well, isn't that like in the new Vibe District? It is. It's right in the middle of the new Vibe so District. So why does the new Vibe District don't have parking? Because it's, you, they are utilizing existing parking and existing strip malls. So a lot of these places are just going into these old vacant spaces and taking them over. And this particular space, I'm not sure what was there before, but the parking situation, not great. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's I mean that's cool. I guess. I mean, it's it's something else. I mean, uh, 
Which parking was a little bit better then, because I mean, it's if they're gonna fill this area up, we finished talking about this area. Like, this needs to be like the spot. You know, what I mean, it's gonna be a new spot for Virginia Beach area, and you're thinking like, well, the parking needs to be better. Like, is there is that area? Is there a chance for an opportunity for better parking? Probably if they were to put in a new parking garage. But I have a feeling that what they're trying to do is, you know, you can always park in the Virginia Convention Center parking lot and then walk to the area because it's all within like a one or two block radius. But the the Hearts parking in particular just wasn't that great. Okay. Not bad. But, I mean, you could park anywhere and just walk around, I mean, especially if it's a beautiful day. It was a great day that day, so, I mean... My lazy ass could have parked the car and got out and walked, I suppose. <laughs> well, why would you do that? That's half, half the fun is not doing that at all. Yeah. Well, maybe part of the experience is getting off your ass and doing something. And then it's like, it's, you, you're not just going to come in here and eat. You're going to get in shape on the way here. We're talking about the vibe district. <laughs> part of experience is drinking my coffee and, and making sure I stroke my beard at a nice, even pace. Stroke your beard? Yes. <laughs> your hipster beard? My hipster beard. I respect that. I respect that. All right, man. So tell me, uh, what, so I've been to Two Togs. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say much about it for now. I want to hear what, how your reaction to Two Togs this evening. Um, Two Togs was interesting. Um, definitely, if you've never been there before, Two Togs is um, it's at the Winston House, which used to be a house, and they turned that house into a restaurant, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. You know, the yeah. the interior is pretty nice, spacious. Um, definitely has a homely feel in there. It's nothing Art Deco. It's something it looks like it's something straight up like the '80s. Really, if you're in there, um, the menu very seafood oriented. Um, they have sandwiches on the back. I didn't really go intense with the sandwiches. Um, lots of seafood options for appetizers. Um, drink menu lacking, but they have a lot of drinks available. But I would say not available because there was an there is a a sign up for eighty six, which in restaurant terms means they don't have. So like they had like six things up there on a Saturday night that they didn't have. Now I'll probably give them partial credit on this because it is Restaurant Week again, and they are featuring the Restaurant Week. Um, neither you or I picked the item off Restaurant Week. We sure didn't. I went. With, <laughs> I, went with, I went with my favorite item. You know what I mean? We, we did not go down to Restaurant Week. They have featured like a flounder. And like roasted vegetables and something like that, something else. And uh, I had the famous crab cakes there. Uh, my crab cake dinner was delicious. It had a, uh, it had what they call mixed potatoes, I guess, but it wasn't like a, a roasted potato. It was, it was red potatoes with some old bay with some like, it was a little seasoning. It was kind of mashed. Some of it was mashed. Some of it wasn't. Like you would tell, it was like, it felt like your mom made it. Like something made from your kitchen, and it was really good. I mean, like I said, I was telling you, I was like, I could eat more of these potatoes. Like those potatoes were really good. I could eat those yeah, potatoes yeah, like all yeah. afternoon. Um, beyond that, you know, it, uh, it was a good experience. I will be back. Yeah, Two Togs is one of my. Lo- it's first off, it's a local's favorite. Um, and if you ha- if you're not familiar with Two Togs itself, you might be familiar with Doc Doc Browns. Doc Martin's. Martin's. Doc Martin's. I'm thinking Back to the Future. Doc <laughs> Doc Martin's. Marty, get to the restaurant. <laughs> go, Marty, go. But Doc Martin's has a fantastic brunch on Sundays. Um, Her they, mimosas are dirt their cheap. Mimosas, mimosas are fantastic. Her are dirt cheap there on Sundays. Like I've had a lot of female friends like, 
Dot Martin's like apparently like the female pickup spot. Like females love going there. Yeah, that's what I've heard on too. Sundays. I typically work Sunday, so yeah. I, I, I miss that. <laughs> I, mean, I work Sunday morning, so I definitely miss that. Now, the only negative thing about Two Dogs right now, in my opinion, is I guess there's a lot of road work going on right around it. So their parking area is closed off. Moving to the beach. So they gave you the, I guess, Virginia Beach is rent, is giving them the parking space directly across the street. But we didn't really know how to get in there. So we went a little, we did a little off-roading today. <laughs> uh, we did a little off-roading in the Virginia Beach parking lot, going over parking, medians with the parkings, and medians, thing, yeah. and just kind of making our way in there. And then the guy came, <laughs> as we approached the restaurant, the guy's like, uh, I guess y'all went in the other way, huh? And I was like, well, yes. it's really not marked very well. We didn't really well, know where guy, we were going. Well, he, it's, please tell me he's not parking the cars in there because there was some fucked up parking in there. Oh, uh, sure His was. cars are all parked all weird, man. Mm-hmm. We were like, they're not even in the lines. Like, yeah. you're just parking cars here for the fuck it, I guess? So the parking situation's not great, but... Uh, and then to your remarks on the drinks, I mean, it, yeah, they don't have they don't have a lot of cocktails, but they have a pretty robust bar. So, I mean, if you know what you want... Robust for the size. Yeah. It wasn't you, a large if, bar. Yeah, if you want, like, your basics, you know, Captain and Coke, you know, vodka and tonic, gin and tonic, Manhattans, you can get that stuff. Like, but typically, that bar, the it size... Lacks, I would say it probably lacks creativity. The size of that bar, it wasn't a big bar. No. So, that bar technically should be ran by one person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it had two guys there, which I know all the bartenders and ABC manager are all dudes. So, I was, I was like, that's different. I've never seen that happen before. Really. But, I mean... Well, I mean, like we're, said, we were basically drinking where the fireplace used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, it, 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 like I said, I'm not going to knock that place. It, it was good. You know what I mean? We were trying to eat at Loggerheads, you know what I mean? Because I was featuring on restaurant week two, and we tried the burgers last, that last previous weekend when we went to the, to the Mocha. Yeah, to the Aqua you event. Know, aqua event. So, we're like, I really wanted to check out the burgers, see what kind of, like, fries and yeah. see what kind of this is a legit well, you know, like, but it wasn't uh, to me i didn't get to eat there but i mean just looking at it when we walked in there all right i gave you reservations but my god we walked in there we took a walk around i counted three to four open tables yeah you know i mean you got 40 minute wait there's three to four open tables the the people in the kitchen they didn't like they were sweating that hard they were kind of chilling you know what i mean eh, eh, so I don't know. here's my thing on loggerheads so I thought I recognized the name, and I, I thought maybe I'd even been there, but I, I couldn't remember. So at the event, they had that really good burger. So I'm thinking, Loggerheads, let's go. I want to check this place out. When we got there, I instantly remembered that my wife and I had gone there once before, and they didn't have any seats right away, but they were like, you can sit at the bar – so there's two bars in there. There's yeah, the there's bar a food bar. bar. There's a meat. There's and a food bar. Yeah, there's, there's a, a food bar, bar right bar. in front of the kitchen. Yeah, so they said almost can, in the style. What we're saying is more in a style like if you're eating like Denny's or like um, like a yeah. diner, like yeah, a diner, diner like style. A diner. There you go. So yeah. we sat down the the food bar or the diner, if you will, and we waited for the waiter or somebody come and give us a, like a menu and take our order. We sat there for 20 minutes, man, and nobody came. And it wasn't like we could be overlooked because we were the only two people sitting at this entire bar, entire bar waiting to get – essentially all they had was burgers. That's their entire menu is burgers. Mm-hmm. So we I'm left. So, salads or some kind yeah, of pasta. So we, we left, and that put a bad taste in my mouth. So when we went back there and they were kind of like it's a 30, 40-minute wait – and I'm already looking. There was a couple doing the same thing. They were sitting in that diner, and they weren't getting much service. So 
to me right now, not I can say I've eaten a little bit of the food. It sounds like the food looks good, but I think service is grossly lacking in that place. Just in my opinion. Well, it looks like they they catered some over the hotel because we were leaving. They had food going from that restaurant going to like rooms. Sure, well, it is it's a hotel restaurant, right? I mean, it's part of the Hilton Garden Inn, yeah. the oceanfront. So uh, it's, it's definitely, definitely not like on the caliber of like Catch Thirty One or Salacia, oh, hell no. which are legit restaurants in a hotel. Yeah, right? platinum platinum plates. Yeah, restaurants. I mean, like, Hilton Garden is like it's the Diet Coke of Hilton. You know, <laughs> fair, fair. So I mean, better be Diet Coke than the Fanta. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Coke Zero maybe. Oh, <laughs> But I mean, I, but yeah, Two Talks to me is—it's always been a great place. I love going there. Um, it's a shame I didn't discover it until about two years ago, really. And I, you know, growing up here, you'd think you'd know where just about everything is. You know, I passed by those. All, I, I mean, growing up, I, mean, I drove by that. I drove by Doc Taylor's. <laughs> Doc Taylor—that's the name of the place. Sure. Yeah. Doc Martin's, Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. We're both wrong. That's what happens when you drink. Um, but what I passed by that place many times. I know that was a restaurant. There's no signs. Yeah. There's no signs outside of the place. You could literally drive by them. It's true. And you think they're houses. Yeah. You think they're just people rent. They're just houses. Like somebody, some rich person owns a house on the beachfront and they rented out some like cute little, little summer girls yep. to like, party up for the summer. Yep. The only way you can identify two dogs is because they have a menu out front with the fish on top. Yeah. That's it. That's really bad. Doc, Doc Taylor's has less than that because you have to go yeah. get it back. In fact, there was a long time. I didn't even know what Doc Taylor's was. We called it Doc Martin's, by the way. Yeah, we did. I said we call, Doc we call Martin, we call Doc Brown. Boot. Yeah, hey, we I said. Yeah, like, we're, we're all, Doc something. But so you're just catching up to what I just said. I know, right? I just realized <laughs> that now. I was like, shit. So at any rate, the um, I didn't even know what Doc Taylor's was because I because the other that's another building and it's usually empty unless there's brunch going on. Right. So I remember I passed by. I'm like, what is that? There's no sign on it, and it turns out it's another component of this restaurant. But whatever. Crazy. So, all right. So, so, I know we don't like typically get political on the show. We're usually pretty chill, but I do want to talk about something real quick. Um, this this topic comes from an event that happened last week. There was so apparently two two African American people were shot by Virginia Beach cops. They were robbing a liquor store. I think it was a liquor store, and. They had guns, and a gun, sh- a gun, a gunfight ensued. As I understand it, and a cop shot and killed the two of them. Now, the mother of the girl who was involved is upset, and she made a Facebook post saying that her her daughter and her boyfriend didn't get due process. Now, keep in mind the boyfriend is a repeat offender; he's a known armed robber in the area. Like, not a good person to be, to obviously be hanging out with. The daughter was a former military, got wrapped up with the wrong people, got out, and kind of took to this, got involved. So the mother got angry and say her son and her her daughter and son and her boyfriend did not get due process and was going to protest. In response to this, another African American woman came out and actually defended the police officer and his actions. Yeah. So, and they, but they were still, but you know, the the mother was still calling for protest, and protests apparently happened last week. I didn't hear much about it afterwards. But International D Man and I were hanging out last night, okay. and we started at talking about what makes Virginia Beach unique, 
or Hampton Roads unique for that matter, in that we have been fortunate that we are relatively untouched by a lot of the racial discourse going on in places like Ferguson. Um, where else? Uh, Ferguson is obviously the big one. Uh, but I know there's been other places. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know too, too deep in So it. I don't know. I know we don't want to like get caught up in the political stuff, but I want to, I guess I do want to touch on this because you're black, I'm white, Filipino. We have a lot of black friends. We have a lot of white friends. We have a lot of Asian friends. What makes Virginia be so unique that we're able to, I guess, be above the fray? I don't, I don't know how to discuss it. And the reason, the only reason why I, I, I pose the question at all is because when I was, I was at church last week, and they actually brought in a guest pastor who's a, he's an African American pastor at a, at a church in Chesapeake. The church I go to is predominantly white. And they were trying to discuss, and I guess this is their—they were making an effort to try to bridge some of the social gaps in Chesapeake because Chesapeake is very segregated. Correct. Norfolk, to an extent, is pretty segregated. Correct. Hampton, Newport News, also very segregated. Correct. Virginia Beach is kind of an anomaly amongst all of this. Yes. What makes us so special? What makes Virginia <laughs> special? Yeah. All right, the question kind of changed. All right, so let me re- 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 redo my answer here. No, well, I mean, all right, well, so answer either question, whatever your question. All right, about. so what makes Virginia Beach unique is, I would say, it's Oceana, and I would say because like because Oce- it's the military. Yeah, it's the military presence because most of the time when you have when people when these when these young like I don't want to say cadets but these new Seamen, Marines, Army people, when they get out, when they get out of the military, when they get out of boot camp, they head where they usually get stationed at first. They use the station right in Norfolk, right? Yeah. Norfolk's the main spot. It's the biggest military base on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, sure. So with that, you know what I mean? You have like different personalities blending together. There's no chance for them to feel segregated like, oh, mm-hmm. is that whatever. And they see only see... The fact that, look, man, they don't see color. It's mostly, man, you're my brother. You're fighting for the same nation. I'm fighting for and everything else. It's hard-pressed to find any, especially nowadays, find to see, like, find racist, like, military people. It's 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 pretty much like, dude, you're my brother in arms. Yeah. And, see, that's- and that's where I think and it, and it spreads to, like, they date people that like that. They make kids that are like that. You know what I mean? Most people in this town are Navy brats because they're... Either their family was all over and they stopped here and then they uprooted. So then they have feelings that, hey, these are my brothers and everything else, whatever. You know? And it's, it's really interesting because I would say in this area, we have such a strong police presence compared to like other places I've been. We have a strong police presence. So you have people that say, which I don't agree with, um, but they're like, I don't like cops and da 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 da. And I'm like, why? You know, I mean, what's the reason for you not liking cops? Because you feel you're doing something wrong? I mean, yes, you will find the occasional cop that will take their job a little too far. With come power comes great responsibility. And not everybody could exercise their power properly. See, but we, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say cops, all the cops are bad. No, and no, all cops are doing wrong. Because I, I mean no. look, if if the cops shot these two if the cops shot these two kids, two adults whatever, and they didn't fire back or whatever, and they didn't have a gun on them, they fired and he killed them, that's one thing. 
But apparently, if he pulled a gun on him and they pulled guns on him, well, then the cops, in his own right, to like defend himself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you should never got that far anyway. If a, I was raised that if a cop told me, step out of your car, there's no, why I got my car for? Why I got to do this? Why are you fighting it? If a cop wants you got a car, just do what he's do. His job is protect and serve. He's, he took a sworn oath to protect and serve. He has certain rules and bylaws got to sit by. Now, if he overstepped those, do what you need to do to make sure to, within reasonable, don't go crazy with it, but within reason to make sure he gets punished for what he's done or nothing else. I'm all about equal that. But that's too much, man. Virginia Beach is different because most people come to Virginia Beach to retire. Let me go to Virginia Beach to retire, and I think that's where it is. So Virginia Beach... The also you understand Virginia Beach, we have a higher our our what's name our gross annual income in Virginia Beach is higher than Norfolk, True. in Hampton and Newport News. So like I said, it's more the it's it, we would consider we'd be the upper class. I put my quote. Well, I think too. I think right. two part of it. So I think you mentioned the military part. That's kind of the conclusion we came to too. That the military plays a large part in this. I mean, the military, you know, for the most part, is a huge advocate of diversity. Obviously. Um, it's hard to be racist when the person sitting next to you that is going to be in the foxhole with you or, you know, keeping that ship afloat with you is, you know, you know, it works with it you, works with who's your boss, is di- who's is different. Your- now, uh, one thing is another thing too, I think it makes Virginia Beach unique is again, we talked about this in the past, Virginia is a relatively young city, you know, didn't really get it started until the 1950s, whereas Norfolk, Chesapeake, Portsmouth, these, a lot of these areas were deeply rooted in segregation. I mean, Norfolk was actually one of the major... Uh, areas for the desegregation movement. Yeah. I mean, so there's part of that that plays into it. Just real quickly, let's read from the, the pilot online. This is the circumstances of the shooting. Police have said Perry, that's the gentleman who, the, 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 the man, was under surveillance that night after they received a tip that he was coming to town to commit a violent crime. When officers approached the car, Perry fired first, shooting four times and piercing the uniform sleeve of one of the officers. Police returned 30 rounds. They said after that, Kager was not part of the investigation that she was unintentionally killed. So she was with him during the shooting, and she was killed as, you know, as part of that. Now That's a shame. It is a shame. Um, but at the same time, I mean, the cops, it sounds to me like they were defending themselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get wrapped in the... He opened, he opened fire and yeah. shot four shots at him. But I, I, do, I think it's remarkable to me that you know Virginia Beach, for the most part, and even the other, other cities in 7x7 have been... Real, have been able to stay above the, the the racial fray that a lot of the country is engulfed in, which may, leads me to believe, in some respects, that the PD, the media is fueling this racial divide. Because I would, I would we can't be the only city that's not. I'm not oh, say it's I'm, true. That's not. I'm, I'm not gonna say racism doesn't exist here. It's true. But I'm, I mean, we are. I'm not gonna say we're even say we're immune to the racism, but we seem to handle it. We, we seem to handle a lot of things differently. Again, maybe it is the military. Maybe that's a large part of it. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I just uh, I find I find this whole thing very interesting, and like uh, it was very thought provoking to me sitting in the service last week and listening to this. You know, uh, listen to the African American pastor get up there and, uh, and kind of talk about like getting back to you know community and getting back to you know trying to like you know you, even though even you know either a being a father because you know a large part of this is there's a lot of single families out there in a lot of these areas, right? 
So getting fathers back involved in their families or a finding, you know, spiritual fathers. I'm not, again, this is not meant to be that one of those kind of podcasts. I just, but I mean, it, 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 I want to talk right, about it because though. you're, you're 100% right on the idea that it is definitely fueled by media. A lot mm-hmm. of things that are anything happening out there is fueled by media, Facebook, which I swear that's another podcast. No, right. I oh, can it's you, awful. I can talk. I can talk no, about it. I can talk about it. I can talk about Facebook but, forever, and again, and how bad it yeah, is. And I don't want, again, not to get political, but I mean, even the candidates aren't any better. Like, I, I mean, race has become such a huge, it, like, a, such a huge part of the of the debates. Either using race to divide the country, ridiculous, or using race to make your to or to pandering to race. I mean, uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton have been really been pandering to the African Americans in order to get that vote. You know. At the same time, uh, vice versa, you got guys like Donald Trump using racism to really divide the country. It's really kind of unfortunate. Like, let's be let's be honest, okay? Now, now Eric, how, uh, Mr. Fix, how long have you known me? I've known you a long time. All right. Am I am I am I a politics person? Do I know no, anything you're about not. politics? But we we talk about this you, right now. You don't need to know anything about politics to you're talk right. about what's going on. And they're not talking. What, they're not talking issues. I tell you what, this Donald Trump shit is so ridiculous. Because the some of the stuff he says, I've never heard a president ever say that, or a guy who wants to run for president say that about his running mate. Like it almost reminds me of like, like you would see like the prelims for a UFC fight. Oh yeah, you yeah. Uh, like, They're talking today on was it Fox News? I can't remember the anchor's name, but he was like, it, it seemed to him like it was like the precursor to a WWE match. Right. You know what I mean? It is. It's like you know he calls he called Rubio a low life. Yeah, you know me. Like I, I want a man to call me a low life and like mean it. Like my friends call me low life, whatever, dude. Okay, we're both low lives. It's but a guy which the Trump and Rubio they're strangers to each other. They're just trying. Yeah, to, really. They know each other. They're not really, but they don't. Sure. They're not buddies. No, not at all. You know what I mean? And this other guy who's competing against me called me a low life. Trust and believe. I'm gonna come very aggressive at this guy. Mm. You know and. It just trips me out because all things beyond Donald Trump being sexist, Donald Trump being racist to like Muslims and the Latin Americans, you know, it, it, it almost like he's like his whole like going to become a president. It's like I'm going to any publicity is good publicity. That's yeah. great for reality television. That's not what I want my president to be. Presidents to be. It reminds me of an episode of Family Guy where Lowe's ran for the mayor, and then they're sitting there. Mel West was saying dumb stuff, and then she's like, "I'm trying to say all the positive stuff, but they're not listening to me." Like, well, you got to dumb it down for them. She's like, "9/11 was bad," and they're like, "9/11 was bad." Oh, well, that's great. We believe in her. You know, what I mean, that's why I feel like it's it's the idiots, it's the people that live their life on Facebook and let their Facebook dictate their life. They he's getting their votes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh my God, yes, you speak for us poor people out there. You're right. You don't, you're not one of the people that have a, how, uh, like a, you're not one of the people that's like, have people talking to your man. You're a free thinker. You're just that guy. You think for us poor people out there, um, excuse me, Donald Trump's a very rich person. Let's see his, let's see his tax records. Let's see how much tax break he got for his businesses he owns, his hotels he owns, yeah. the Trump Towers he owns. You know what I mean? Let's go down that road and let's see how well he speaks for the poor people. You know what I mean? I was scared to see him talk like that to another person in another nation. They were in a war. 
Mm-hmm. We're in another war if he talks trash like that. You know what I mean? Because I don't think I don't see him holding himself back. I want my president to have a strong presence, but have I want him a strong presence, but have reserve, tack, understand what to say. He has no tack. Yeah, none. Well, I think the thing that the, the thing that that's really bothered me lately, uh, amongst all, of all of all 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 the stuff going on, it's it's 2016, right? The fact that a lot of these social issues like income inequality. Racism, um, you know, uh, poverty, the thing, uh, you know, poor health care. The fact that these things still these are rearing their ugly heads is disturbing to me because it's supposed to be the future, you know? Like, when we were kids, we were, you know, uh, we were under the impression that by 2015, things, things are going to be, be it would be good, you know? Like, and, and they are good for the most part. I'm not acting like things aren't. I, I hate, I hate the slogan, make America great again, because we are a great country. Yeah. We're we in, never got we're, mad. We're innovative. Our economy is These strong. These are people. That slogan is made yeah. by people that didn't like the Bronx. Yeah. Even, even when our economy is weak, we're the strongest economy in the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, we it, we we have no problem making allies and partners because people are can sign on to what we believe in. Like, we are a great country, but at the same time, like, it's the 21st century. You know, I mean, what is it? What is holding us back? What is keeping us from from getting out beyond? It is, it is a social I'm, yeah divide. I mean, obviously, income inequality is a very real thing. Income income it, inequality is holding us back. And, I, and I, in fact, I would argue, in if, if we had any problem, Virginia Beach, it is income inequality. Yeah, because you you can see it just in zoning here. Is he in a zoning? But it's not as evident as it's not as evident as you see in Norfolk because Norfolk you see sure, such a apartment sure, like that, right? Or in, here, or Virginia Beach hides it by having apartment complexes that are income restricted, right? Or like for example, I mean, you can drive down the road, and on one side will be low income, and then right across the street will be high will be high yes. income. Um, and only and, but it, what's twisted about Virginia Beach is because is that they have managed to find a way. To keep all the high-income people in one area of Virginia Beach, and I think we all can know where that area yeah, is. You know um, and the middle to low-income people all in one area of Virginia Beach. Yeah. And you can see that in who goes to what schools. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I remember there were there were parents that were lobbying to keep their kids all going to First Colonial, Cox, um, you know, uh, Kempsville. Yeah. Uh, because they knew that. You know they didn't want their necessarily want their kids intermingling with what was with going on at Green, Green Run, Run right. Bayside, Salem, um, Norview, yeah. And Grand. So I mean it's it's you know it, it's that's kind of it's kind of twisted in that respect. Um, so I, for me, I, what's one of the things I think is interesting is that we don't have a lot of racial inequality, but we do have a lot of income inequality. We have here. income inequality because I yeah. mean it's it's like you have the military, yeah, where the military right here they get everything they want. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this too. I mean. It's really no. I don't want to get into this topic because of what I do, but fair. Uh, but I mean, there is there is some there is some significant. In- there is like if across. you're if you're in the military, get whatever you want, and then if you're not in the military, you have to you have to either go to like we went touched on this. You go to college, and you got to find a job in your field, and that's hard because around here it's extremely difficult because there's very few jobs, but yeah. a lot of people here. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you have to just grind a blue like, collar it up. I, I, for me, I'm, I know there are other jobs in Virginia Beach because there's a lot of investment here, but I can't for the life of me figure out what all of them are. I mean, I know that for like if you live in Norfolk or, or Portsmouth, you're probably working at the shipyards. Shipyard, yeah. 
uh, if you're not in the military. If you're yeah. in the military, if you're in Norfolk, Virginia Beach, you're probably either Oceana or Norfolk, NOB. Fair. If you're in Ham- if you're on the peninsula, you're probably at either Fort Eustace or uh, Langley, so Air Force or Army. All right. But I don't know what anyone else does here. Now, I know there's like, a lot of contracting. If you live down in Suffolk, man, chances are you might be living, working in a Smithfield plant. Yeah. Um, I heard they're building in Suffolk. They're planning on building a Target, right. like a Target, like um, like like I know there there's a lot of there, there's, like I know because the military is here. There's a lot of there's a lot of contractors. There's a lot of uh, uh, military industry. Lockheed, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon. Yeah. So I mean, I'm assuming that I'll, if you're not in the military, you're not at the if you're not a shipyard worker, then you're then you're a contractor them. or a. Uh, uh, or you're a systems of systems analyst, or God mm-hmm. knows what else. With oceaneering and but, all that stuff like that. I mean, that. There, it's it's weird to me because you know, if if the military forgot whatever reason where to leave this place, I, I, there are some places that would just utterly collapse. You don't know whether his town would look dramatically different. Yeah, but anyway, I don't want to continue. I mean, I just it was an interesting discussion. I'm bringing it up because. It's been something that's been on my mind, something I've been thinking about lately, and I, th- I think it's interesting. I applaud where we live because we have not gotten wrapped up in a lot yeah. of this stuff. I mean, and as a little short note, I mean, I grew up, I grew up in Glenwood, Virginia Beach. You know, what I mean, like not grow up, fully grow up there. I grew up in Norfolk, right? Um, but you know, what I mean, when I was in high school, though, I hung out. I grew up in Glenwood, in my neighborhood. There was four interracial couples within two blocks down. And I didn't see that in Norfolk. And that's why I knew how I acted and how I used to act in Norfolk. That didn't work in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Because Virginia Beach, you got a separate game up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was kind of, you had to kind of go with the Joneses with it. So, I mean, it's interesting. I, I thank you, Virginia Beach, for being a little, you're very equal and everything else. I haven't, I ran, I don't run a racism in Virginia Beach. I can say that. Yeah. I, well, you know, I, one of the things that I mean, I, 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 I know we each had their issue with like that one nightclub, though, with the, the vi- venue. We know what though. I mean, okay, so what's funny? No, not the venue. Um, it was venue. Was a venue, but there was another place though too. Uh, the, Kokomo's. Yes, because they had an issue too. But what's funny about that place? Okay, so Kokomo's, their bouncer, who we knew because he worked with my dad, black guy. was a black guy. Yeah. So I, I find it hilarious that they were saying that this is a, a matter of racism. Which I'm gonna Dude, tell you right now, if you go up to any club looking like you're gonna, you got a gun in your back pocket and you're gonna blow and start shooting up the place, you're I'm, not getting in. You're not getting in. I mean, it's it's safety. It's, it's really what it's it was about. Like. Don't look suspicious. Don't look crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Yeah, the look is wearing tight jeans and like that. But you know what? There's a there's another perk to wearing clothes that fit you. Mm-hmm. You look less suspicious. You we know your intent. Yeah. Seeing what you're like. you come in wearing baggy clothes and like. Your face is mildly cobbled up, whatever, covered up and shit. You might shoot the place up. You might want to rob the place. Yeah. You might, you might grab somebody. Like, I'm Who sorry. Like, I mean, I would like to, I would like to think that, you know, me and you are above stereotypes. But let me tell you something. Stereotypes are there for a reason. And yeah. if you roll up somewhere looking like a gang, like you're a gangster, chances are you're going to get treated like one. It's I just, would say that for Jibito, a lot of people. It's really transition now. It's really. The younger kids are like the. I mean, fashion itself is transitioned. Yeah, fashion itself. That's another topic. Is on right. Fashion transit because now the young I don't kids are wearing young fashion. Young, the younger, <laughs> young kids are wearing their tighter, wearing tighter clothes. There's like a the new things wearing like jean, like sweatpants with like jeans. What is that? Yeah, um, joggers. They're joggers. Yeah, you worse, worse, the yeah. worst. Um, my favorite is that they wear tight clothes and then they still sag them. 
Like, what's the point? The look. If you if you want your clothes to be baggy, buy baggy clothes. For those for those that know don't know, sagging is a very bad thing. I w- I fell suspect to that peer pressure back in seventh grade. Yeah. Sagging was a thing. If you try to sag a pair of Wrangler jeans, it's not the way to yeah. go. But um, sagging jeans comes from a prison system where if you sag your jeans, exactly. you're somebody's bitch. Exactly. Or and you're I, down fuck. I remember the first time I saw it, there was this kid in my neighborhood. I was maybe 10 at the time, and I saw this, this guy walking on the street, back, like his pants down around his ankles, his bare ass hanging out. And I was like, why is that a trend? And that's why I'm like, if you see people, if you see some people down the street, man, don't even acknowledge that. Just understand that those people that dress like that and they do that, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, it sucks to say that. That's, I mean, that's me labeling somebody. And I was like, I want to be that person. But I mean, as a black man, I'm talking about other black people. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to say. If you dress like that, you're not dressed for success. No one's going to give you a paying job, gain X amount of dollars, unless you want to be a rapper and pray you sell two, you sell, you sell, pray you sell a million records. So, can I ask you, just to play devil's advocate for a quick minute, do you, like, what would your argument be if, because there are people out there that would say, well, you're not keeping it real. Like, you're not, like, this is our culture. This is what we do. Do you think that that is black culture? Or you well, what, that- I, what I would say is that my, because I've kind of dealt with that my entire life. And the idea is now I'm at an age, I understand what keeping real is. Yeah. Keeping it real is being real to yourself. Right. No, I agree. Flat out. It's not like I'm keeping it real to fit in with everybody. No, I'm keeping it real to myself. If I want to dress in pink every fucking day, I'm going to dress in pink every day and own it. And everybody's got it around me and I'm going to feel comfortable in it. And I'm going to talk to everybody like I'm comfortable with it. And if you don't like it, then you can kiss off. And there's somebody else that will like it. Yeah. And somebody will like it. Me, I dress very different. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't dress extremely different. Trust me. There's some strange dressing people. Remember in New Year's, all the guys dressed like cats? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some two guys dressed like cats. That was crazy. And they were dressed like cats. And they had like light up things like they were going to a rave at a New Year's party. Oh, man. That was a bit much. But, I mean, I dress like I want to dress... And those they accept there's people that see me dress that way and they're like, Hey, I like how you dress and some people they got little jokes about it. So what? And they keep moving. I spent a lot of money on my clothes. I think you look damn good. So I spent a lot of money on my clothes. So you guys would kiss my balls if you don't like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> that's all I'll go. I spent a lot of money on my clothes. I like what I like and I match it well and I keep moving. So that's what's keeping real to me. Keeping real is keeping it one hundred to yourself. Fuck everybody else. And if everybody else likes what you do, then so be it. I've never, that's why I don't, I don't critique anybody's clothes unless I feel that I'm going somewhere and I'm like this, hey man, you should dress a little bit better because we're going to a place that you need to dress better at. You know what I mean? Beyond that, dress what you want to dress, man. I don't care. If you want to wear flip flops every day, so be it. Yeah. That's your no, life, man. Dude. You, you got to do it. You got to do what makes you feel comfortable. I knew a guy yeah. who, I knew, I knew a guy who, he said, he hasn't bought clothes in two years. But hey, man, yeah. he he wore the clothes. I, I, he's proud of it, and he bought. He shopped at the yeah. store. He's like, when he asked me, Nick, how much you spent on shoes? I was like, dude, I spent three hundred dollars on my shoes. He spent three hundred dollars on your shoes. He's like, I haven't spent three hundred dollars on clothes in my life. Total, you spent on your shoes alone. I'm like, my wardrobe might cost eight hundred dollars, maybe. And that's a bit much. All right, five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in that regard, though, I mean, how often, like, uh, like it's like you and me both. We 
kind of wear a uniform every day. Right. You know what I mean? We I wear a uniform so, every day, so it was kind of like, yeah. you got to, like, so, I, I want to mean, express when, myself. When, yeah, when you go out, you want to look good. You want to like, yeah. want to break your way from the pack because yeah. I look like everybody yeah. else. I, mean, I want to look That different. makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, all right, now that we've had our serious political social commentary yeah, for right. the evening, yeah. I do want to, let's, let's, have, let's have a little more fun. Um, we're going to go longer this night because we're having a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. So if you want to stick around and listen more, I mean, we're at the 40-minute mark. I'm probably going to go to the hour. Who knows? But this 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 question was kind of came to my mind today. So I love this show, Comic Book Men. It's a Kevin Smith program. It comes on AMC. I like it a lot because – I don't like that show. You don't like that show? I like it because I like to see what comics come in there, what I should be looking for – some of the history behind some of the... the I watched it the first two seasons, and then I kind of fell off. Because it's just a bunch of dudes. It's Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith. You got money. Everybody else, I wonder what everyone's paychecks look like. Because they work at the combo store, unless I want to know what their jobs really are. You know? The seasons are getting better, though. Like, this uh, last episode I watched last night was season four. Um, There's way too many um, of them work what, there. What's his name? Um, There's way too many of them working the guy, there. The guy that played Lando Calrissian. It uh, looked like Billy D. He showed up. Yeah, he came. And there's, not enough, there's not enough, like... If I saw regular customers happening in there, but it's like, what's happening? Do they sell comic books like that? Does it own a comic book store? Is that that lucrative? And then like, if they somebody brings something in to trade in, it's like sometimes I do if it's like if it's something really good, they're just uh oh uh, uh, we can't give you no money for that. Well, and all you see, all I just watch them lowball people. Well, my favorite thing about three hundred. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I do feel like ten dollars. I wonder how that store makes money because I feel like they're always buying stuff for the store. But That's hey, all they're doing. But anyway, I, Kevin Smith. But the, the re- but anyways, watching that show, those guys. What I, what I find fun about the show, they like to sit around. They kind of talk about their, their favorite shows growing up. Like the shows that influenced them, right? Now all of them were they were all kids in the late set like early late sixties, early seventies and so forth. So yeah. but it got me thinking, what what were our favorite shows growing up? Like what are the shows that we are nostalgic for that we would like to see rebooted or remade? And I'll tell you right now, there are two shows right now that one is getting a reboot and looks like it's gonna get a movie. The other I would love to see made into a movie. And this this is just me. But TV Ma- shows, yeah. MacGyver is getting rebooted and probably getting a movie. It's just, I, I, and I would love to see Quantum Leap get a film. I Quantum love Leap? Quantum Leap, dude. Quantum Leap, yeah. But those are some of my favorite shows growing up. I mean, uh, X Files. I mean, I don't know. I mean, X Files back on television. It did come back, so that's that's true. Uh, but those were like those were like my 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 big time shows back in the day. I was also a Star Trek nerd, so I have a lot of love for Star Trek. Star Trek, Trek. Yeah, Star Trek is coming back. CBS is, is bringing your, it back. That is your... 2017, yeah. Star Trek's coming that's back. That's like half your debate right there. Star Trek. Because Star Trek, this Star Trek, Trek, everything. Next oh generation. Which, one do you, which one do you were? Original or next generation? I'm a next gen guy. Okay. I'm a, you know, because that's when I got into it. Next gen. Um, and then... The, I, I do love the original movies, though. Like, the original cast movies are awesome. God! God! Yeah. My dad was in the next generation. I was. I'm not a Trekkie fan at all. Yeah, dude, chill. Well, we're just playing type of work. You know. Um. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't in that stuff as a child. I watched a lot of TV shows, and I think a lot of TV shows touched me. Like what? So, all right, let's run through these. Um, Doogie Howser, MD. I couldn't get in that show for some reason. Loved it. Yeah, Vinny really? was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Different World, Cosby's. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I bet you wouldn't watch that show now. I still watch that show. That show's a good show. I'll give a fuck. You see a little differently now? A little differently. A little differently now? A little differently. But Heathcliff, my man, you still get it, man. He had 8 million children. He always seemed like he was a doctor, but he never worked. He didn't work a lot. Um, uh, Martin. Oh, Martin. What's up? Living single. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, living single. Oh, was living great. color, dude. And living color was great. I remember that I couldn't. You, it was, it was protocol that you in my fifth grade class, you could not go back to class on Monday without seeing Mark, without oh, seeing yeah. living single. Not living single, but in living color. Like well, that whole night was, see it. was in living color. Simpsons. Simpsons. Martin living single. They all came out on the same night. No, was didn't it? they all come on the same no. night? No, it used to be it used to be uh, living color Simpsons. Marywood Children. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's another good one, too. I love Marywood Children. And then, like, that 930 spot was, like, um, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. That's right. Herman's yeah, Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Martin, they couldn't keep, they couldn't keep that night. single came on the same Yes, night and that was Thursday nights. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. Thursday nights. Because um, Cosby's and Different World came on Wednesday nights. And then you have Friday nights, and you had, like, the TGIF lineup. Yeah. Fam- Family Matters. Um, step by Step. Yep. Um, Snake, perfect Strangers. Snick, dude. Saturday Night Nickelodeon, bro. See, uh, Snick? I didn't watch Snick, know. dude. Are you, are you afraid of the dark? Roundhouse? I feel like... Ren and Stimpy? It almost felt like... I watched it used to be Sunday morning 11. Um, I didn't go to church, so I watched that. I watched that. I used to Saturday, Sunday morning, watch Doug, Rugrats, oh, yeah. and all those Sunday morning. But it was kind of like... Um, I didn't watch like Nickelodeon Sunday nights and Saturday nights was a no go. I used to I, I just not watched. I, I got at the Roundhouse. I no no <laughs> Roundhouse. No, I used to watch like other stuff. I mean, I like Nickelodeon. I used to watch Nickelodeon like maybe on a weekday night, and you watch like you, fo- you go in the Nick at night, and now I'm watching like Obi and like t- like all these like black and white TV shows and like that I'm watching these like happy days I'm watching these you don't think my mom wants to watch them so I watch them no you're talking about late night Nickelodeon that's why I just watched that Nick at Night that was Nick at Night that's what I'm saying speaking of late night one of my favorite all time late night shows and this is what in my mind put HBO on the map no Tales from the Crypt dude Tales from the Crypt was classic Tales from the Crypt was so much fun to watch dude classic which really, all it was is a, a, a horror take on, like, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. It was just doing the same thing Twilight Zone did, just with a whole bunch Yeah. But, I mean, still, it was so, it. like, there's so many great actors around that, around that show doing so many Did you watch episodes. Sex and City back in the day? No, I didn't get in that show. I heard it was good, like, for as a guy, it was fun to watch because it kind of gave you some insight. Um, women, I, I watched it as a, I watched it when I was younger, because, like, in the early, like, first three seasons, you saw, like, Kim Cattrall naked a couple of times. Yeah, but I mean, she was like in her fifties at the Dude, time. Dude, when, when you're a kid, you don't care. We weren't kids, man. Sex and Sea came out when I was in college. False. No, true. Not true. Yes, true. Dude, I was still. We were still in high school. Was Sex and Sea came out when Arliss was still around? Okay, whatever. I just really remember being on. Ar- I, I used to watch Arliss, and that's why I fell into it. I used to watch Arliss first, and then and Arliss was kind of cool show. Um. Um. Then you had uh, what else? What else shows I watched? Oh my god, like cartoons, I guess. Um, I used to, like I want what I would love a reboot of is give me the Batman anime series reboot again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Batman anime series that come out four o'clock Monday Friday yeah. was great. Well, the Batman anime series is what kind of rejuvenated the, the movies. The, 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 the DC universe to get right. Batman anime series and Superman anime series came out after that, and then there was a Justice League. That's why I was able like because the Batman anime series. That's why I'm able. That's why I'm able to take 
the Ben Affleck Batman a lot easier because yeah. Ben Affleck's got a big chin. Yeah, yeah. And the Batman anime series Batman has a big chin, and that's why I'm like this. Uh, I guess inspiration is from there, mm-hmm. and it was a darker cartoon anyway. Yeah, Harvey Dent was a black man in that cartoon. How about that? Yeah, it was kind of black. Harvey Dent's a black name, and he's never been played by a damn black man. What the that's wrong not true. with this? That's not true. When? That's not true. When? Billy D. Williams played him. Oh my god! Back in the first two. The weakest. Ah, oh. oh, Billy D. Why? <laughs> Trader D. Yep. But I mean, um, what else? Um, I like to see a reboot of the X Men anime series. Oh well, they, well, they had a lot of actually after the X Men movie came out. There was like X Generation where Wolverine no. was like instructing at the school with no. Xavier, and they're all young. Uh, there been, so there have been a couple different X Men cartoons. Yeah, but uh, X, I, I like the X Men original anime series yeah. where they had Morph, and you know like, who's Morph, and then Morph yeah. dies at first. That's because that was that was <laughs> probably, Morph, that died. was probably one of the few like that was graphic, cartoons. Like, I but, it was but it directly it directly took the source material. Yeah. Like, all, like, those episodes were, like, directly from from the the comic books. I know, and that's why it messed me up a little bit, because I didn't, uh, as, when I was really young, I didn't really grasp the idea of a cartoon, a cartoon character dying. Because at the time, I wasn't really into anime extremely yet, but I was, like, at the time, I was like, wait a minute, Morph was in episode one, then you see Morph died, and then Morph was gone. And I was like, Morph died, and then you find out he didn't die because no one died in X Men series. Yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I was like, okay. And then I used to watch like, um, look, I I pray for like Disney Channel because back then Disney Channel cost extra. Yeah, for those yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It cost extra dude, for, the, for the parents that live in the older I'm not, folks. I'm not gonna lie, dude. You know, Disney Channel for me, my favorite. Like they had like that Disney aerobics show or that Disney amount oh, mouse size. That's I used to get in the morning and do that, and then that would follow. That would be live action poo Winnie the Pooh. Oh man! Oh dude, I love oh, that man. shit, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I, uh, my they, mom would wake up. She'd be like, "What are you doing up?" I mean, the more I'd be, I have like a blanket on the floor. And I'm out there doing like high knees. This chick in some tight ass clothes, <laughs> Mickey Mouse doing an exercise next to her. That shit was I, crazy. I used to watch like I, I used to watch like um, Chain Chitty Bang Bang. I love that like mm-hmm. movie over and, over. and my favorite, actually, my favorite Disney movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about it, yeah, is Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Dude, I love that movie. Marcy and I watched it again one night. I, it's, dude, Angela Lansbury was so on point in that film. It's just the scene that guys like. It's like it's like when you're watching it. It's like it has cartoons in it. Mm-hmm. It has Dick Van Dyke in it. It's a great story. You can't go wrong yeah. with Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Well, the whole like, well, the like getting the star. Oh my, from God, the my lion. bad. My bad. I said Dick Van Dyke. I got not Dick Van Dyke. I got what's name? I got I Mary got, Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins is great. Which, by the way, they're making another one. What? Uh, uh, Emily Blunt's gonna play Mary Poppins. Dude. No, Mary yeah, Blunt. Dude, they re- they're bringing back Pete's Dragon. No, yeah. Mary Blunt. Um, Emily Blunt, come on! I Emily. love Emily Blunt, man. She's awesome. I love Emily Blunt too, but I don't want to see her as Miss Poppins. Um. Yeah, Disney's like making like all their stuff, man. Trying to go live action with everything. Yeah, Jungle Books, Jungle Books getting a live action. Mary Poppins is getting a, is getting this either a sequel or a remake. Peach Dragon, which they went in a completely different direction. Did you watch Peach Dragon? No. So Peach Dragon was it was a cartoon dragon, and the rest of it was live action. It was this little homeless boy in this. Was Peach Dragon like purple? No, green. You're thinking of Puff the Magic Dragon, but. <laughs> Pete was like this homeless boy living in this port town, Aren't they all and Pete, and there was this dragon he owned that kind of helped him. Well, that's, that's Disney's, like, that's but now he's this, this this boy is like he's like a wilderness, he's like a crazed wilderness kid who has like this dragon that helps him has helped him be raised in the wilderness, and these and like 
civilization finds him. They went in a completely different direction. But like, it, like, isn't it like the ploy of every like Disney or like childhood movie? Was Willy Wonka? That wasn't a Disney movie. No, no, that's a book. But they're all they're all like yeah. every kid's poor. But, Annie yeah. poor. Every kid's poor. Every kid starts off poor and then they go to rags. They go so, to like riches. But yeah, man, like there's all right. So question. Many, all right, like, uh-huh. the Disney afternoon. All right, so you remember they had Ducktales. Yeah, Shibano Wrestle Rangers. Yes. Um, Darkwing Duck. Oh yeah, Tailspin. Yep. And I'm missing something in there. Oh, Leaf True. Oh yeah. All right. Of those movies, of those shows, mm-hmm. excuse me. Which one would you pick for reboot? Ducktales. Ducktales. Heartbeat, dude. Heartbeat. Ducktales. I love that that cartoon, and I had the game on Nintendo. It was the first game I ever beat. They rebooted. They rebooted that game with better graphics and upgraded like story oh, on nice. PS4. That's awesome. But yeah, I, mean, I love DuckTales. You Scrooge McDuck and the d- Three Ducklings, man. Let me tell you something about DuckTales, man. When they did the tri- like the little saga of the Golden Goose. Oh, what a great movie. It was like, it wasn't a movie. It was a movie, but it was like they put it on five days in a row. It was like, you had to come home to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, I have to know what happens in the next episode. Oh my God. And people were dying because they're all turned to gold and the whole world turned to gold. Yeah. And like, what the fuck just happened? Well, remember it came out in theaters first. I think I don't remember that. Yeah, so it came out in theaters first, and then like maybe three or four months later, they started bringing it out on TV, and they broke it up into like a five part show. But like that was like one of the first times Disney was using like this, you know um, computers generations. So, like all the money in the vault was computer generated and everything. And like if I had to, like I would like you pick Ducktales. So if I had to pick um one that's from the rest remaining. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Chimadel Rescue Rangers. Oh, that was a great show. Man. I love Chimadel Rescue Rangers. Dude, it was like Indiana Jones and but like Chipmunks. It was Chip- no, no, it was Indiana Jones combined with Magnum PI. It was great because there was one, like Chip was like the one that had like the Indiana Jones outfit yeah. on, and, and Dale had the Magnum PI. Yeah, like, outfit. Like, right, outfit it was like boom. Yeah. So I'm like, bam, about the whole world. <laughs> hey, I'm serious, but then I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Okay, random question. Uh-huh. Okay, we're going to movies. If you had to pick two movies. You can watch anytime. Like if it came on, you had to watch it. Like you like if it was if it was on, you would watch it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like if it's on, you watch it. Like what would it be? Any fucking movie. It is one of your favorite movies. It will, I like, I want to say like hey, yo, Mister Vic, what's your favorite movie? I'm not gonna say that. I'm like, dude. If it was if it was a movie, two movies that if it was on television, you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna hear. That's a lot of things though, man. Because there's a lot of movies I Let's would give watch. you two. Let's pick two. Uh. It ain't hard. It is hard because there's no, a lot not. of movies, man. There's a lot of them that you're like in your head. Like if I saw it on television right now, I'd watch it. Jurassic Park, Lethal Weapon 2. Really? Lethal Weapon? Jurassic Park? Yeah. Like the original with like Julianne Moore? The Jurassic Park, man. Julianne Moore was in the second one, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. The original Jurassic Park with, the Jeff, original? Bo- with Jeff Goldblum and... Uh, Jeff Goldblum is the part two. Too. Okay, yeah. But the other guy too, uh, Sam Neill... Uh, the blonde chick. I can't Jurassic Park holds out well in your heart. I'm surprised. I'm more surprised. I love Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. You don't love Jurassic Park? I saw Jurassic Park as a kid. I saw it as a movie theater as a kid. Maybe I'm in the Your reaction is blasphemy, sir. Maybe I'm in the dinosaurs. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. The dinosaurs, bro. And the reason why I said Lethal Weapon 2, because that was like my, the first... like. Is, real, that, is that where Joe Pesci appeared? Yeah. That was like the first real rated R buddy cop film my mom ever let me watch. The Pesci. And it was just like... <gasps> Titties. Joe Pesh. <laughs> and Joe Mel Gibson. Pesh. That's good stuff, yeah. man. It was they like, fuck you in the drive-thru. Man. They fuck you in the drive-thru. Joe 
best, dude. He's the best. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want, Leo gets. <laughs> was it? Was that the movie they had the cop killer bullets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that no. Was, that's three. That's three. Two right. is the one where like the, the South Africans are running drugs in. Ah, uh, all right. The, 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 the cop, the, the lethal weapon three is my favorite. Then the cop killer bullets with the shit, dude. Yeah. It was like the bullets that shoot through everything. Well, that's like, the oh whole, my god, the cop killer bullets. I, I, I love that entire franchise. Man. Yeah, you one can't go wrong. Four, that you whole can't go franchise wrong. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick two movies now, and if it's on, I'm watching. Okay. okay? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Really? Hell yeah. I love Fruit Hill Frame Roger Rabbit. Quotables. No, I mean, it's a great movie. I'm not denying that. Quotables. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong with the the, the, the actors. and the, It's just great. Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse on the same screen. All right? And Curveball. Dick Tracy. I, I love Dick Tracy as a kid. I had every action figure. I had every action we figure. We would play it on the... I would, like, organize groups in the playground. That's what oh, made me think of it. Because you're like... We're talking about nostalgia. We're talking about when we were kids. And I'm like... I'm thinking, like... I'm thinking my childhood. And I'm thinking my childhood. And I'm like, toys. What I have as toys? I had turtles. But every I, kid had Ninja but, Turtles. Yeah, I know. But what I played Ninja Turtles? What I played with my total? Why I watched turtle movies? Eh, they're okay. Beyond the whole scene where like Michelangelo was like, there's another foot soldier had the nunchucks and they were like nunchucking off. That's like the that to me that was like the best like scene ever for turtles ever. Because he's like, oh, a fellow nunchucker, eh? Oh, that's right, And they're going yeah. back and forth. And then he, like, spins the nunchucks on his two fingers. Like, yeah. he's a key practicing. And they're like, that was great. You know what I mean? Beyond that, I'm like, you could throw all of that away to me. I'm like, I don't... Nothing was good. April O'Neil wasn't that hot. I mean, and... and well, because like, they're trying to... Because that first film was trying to be true to the comic book. And I respect that. No, the, the first film was good. It's the second one. Mm-hmm. Secret of the Ooze. Oh, yeah. I got it. like cartoony. A.K.A. Cash Crab. Dude, yeah. cash grab, super shredder, <laughs> super shredder, cash grab. You know, man, yeah. and he died. Go ninja, go ninja, go. They're like they're they're doing vanilla ice. Go ninja, go ninja, go. And shredder doesn't punch a single turtle. Turtle doesn't hit a single shredder in that film. He kills himself. Yeah, he yeah, kills yeah. himself. <laughs> what enemy kills himself? Like he is a shredder. I mean, at least the, the cartoon shredder was at least hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm like, how are you not? I was hurt. I saw that movie through the... I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. So, okay. All right. So, take one of your favorite TV shows growing up, just one, and pitch the movie. Ooh, is it cartoon or, or Anything you want. Any, oh. any show you want from that you grew up with and pitch the movie. It could be anything. That's not good. Alright, oh, gee, oh, geez. TV shows? Like that? I don't, I don't know. Like, Baywatch is getting is, is, is getting a movie now? I never watched Baywatch. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm giving you some examples. Baywatch is getting a movie. Ugh. A-Team got a movie. Uh, so pick your favorite TV show growing up and pitch the movie. Oh, man. Alright, while you're thinking, I'm going to give you mine, alright? So, my favorite, one of my favorite shows, Quantum Leap. Love that show. Alright. Here's my pitch. All right, just like we pitched seven, the like sequel to seven. Here's my pitch for Quantum. Who's your lead actor? Who's going to play right. Scott? He's not Scott Bale, but it's it's, well, it, Scott it, Bakula. So the, the, all right, well, actually, no. I'm, it's 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 a reboot, but it carries on from the it carries on from the existing story. So my actor is kind of a is is a no name. I want a young no name. All right, because here's the pitch. All right, all right. So as we all know from the last episode, Sam Beckett got lost in time. His, in the last episode, he comes face-to-face with God. He leaps into a mining town, and one of the, the bartender is essentially God, and he gets lost in time. 
All right. So mm-hmm. you know you have to be familiar with the show to an extent in order to understand my pitch. So Jesus. there was an episode where Sam Beckett and Al got switched. And Al got sent back in time, and Sam got to come back and actually be with his wife. All right? Okay. So from that encounter, this is my pitch now, she gets pregnant. Fast forward. The son is now the in his 20s or 30s, and he doesn't know who his dad is until uh, at some point – like, uh, Al, Al passes away, he's dead, he dies, and part of that, because he kind of becomes like a de facto dad to this kid, he leaves him behind the access key card to the laboratory with a message, find your father. And he's blown away, he's like, I thought, I thought dad was like a drifter, like, no, I'll, I'll say, I thought dad died in a plane accident, and then mom is forced to tell her son, no, your dad was part of a, was part of a government program to go back in time, and what happened was he, he ended up leaping into people and saving people's lives in the past. The kid's mind is blown. Yeah, damn now right. the kid also <laughs> this kid this kid also he's kind of carried in his father's footsteps to some extent. You know, uh, I'm actually going to make him because he Al was a de facto father. He probably inspired him in a lot of ways. So um, he has he he doesn't have he doesn't have a master's or a doctorate in physics, but he got a physics degree from the Naval Academy. He's a pilot, naval pilot, because Al was a pilot, so he looked up to Al a lot. So he's like, so he goes looking for his dad's laboratory, and he stumbles across it and finds his research. He like he's not an expert, but he's he's smart enough to kind of figure out. Okay, I think I know how I can reach my father. So he goes into, so he gets in the machine and begin, begins leaping, and he leaps back in time to the very first episode. Where Sam Beckett leaps into a, into another aviator who is part of a test pilot program on the first jet engine, so his son now leaps into another person, and he's got to help his father. The two of them got to work together to try to figure out how they can leap back to, you know, to leap him back to the, to the present. So that's my pitch for Quantum Leap the movie. That's intense. That's really intense. I mean, that's that's hard enough to follow. Um, I haven't really thought of it because I'm trying to think of TV shows that aren't like major series. Because I think my whole childhood, I watched like major. I didn't watch like TV shows that are like one and doneers until like I got adulthood. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I want to find a new TV show I can love. And then it's like, oh, this show sucks. Oh, this show died. This show getting canceled. This show get canceled. But I was a kid. I was kind of watched whatever was good. You know what I mean? So I can think of like maybe. Um, Movie reboots, maybe, of like, um... Come on, man, just do it. Just relax. You've had some drinks. I am relaxed. Give me a show. Whatever show just comes to your mind. Relaxed. And pitch it. And, and just pitch it, man. I'm way too relaxed. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it, you're talking about, like, a, a show... What's the show like, that you were passionate about, that you watched religiously every week when it came on? The Simpsons. Like, Mary with Children. Living Color. Um, Martin, uh, Living Single. I watched all those shows passionately. Um, Family Matters. Jaleel White was huge in my childhood. Okay, then pitch me a Martin movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you 
now. You don't watch any like regular like just no, like. The, the question is: Have you seen Martin's last stint on television? Martin Lawrence's last stint on television was Kelsey Grammer. On yeah, FX. I heard, heard it didn't do very well. though. No, it did not do very well. It wasn't okay, good. But, all right, but so you didn't watch any like. TV that had like an ongoing story or like and you know I tried them in Sliders. Remember the show Sliders? Yeah, Fox it was on for like a season. Then they Sci-Fi picked it up, right? Yeah, and I didn't watch on Sci-Fi. Yeah, neither. You know what I mean? So I was like, still won't watch Sci-Fi unless they watch shit Sharknado. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, that I was like, hey, I, man, I like Face Off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, it was like, uh these picture ideas from TV shows like that. I mean, like TV shows, the movies. I couldn't. I couldn't jump on it. It was like the, a lot of these shows that like they died so like, quickly. Did you watch Lost? No. Damn, you didn't watch any shows that had an ongoing story. I mean, story? for a good while, like in my early twenties, I didn't have cable. actually Lost isn't. Well, I guess it is. That was in the early two thousands. My early two thousands, I didn't have cable. I lived on my own. I, I didn't. I could afford cable. MacGyver? Nope. Well, I watched MacGyver as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I watched MacGyver as a kid. I picture MacGyver movie. Everyone watched MacGyver. I'm not watching MacGyver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone watched MacGyver, dude. He's like, I think MacGyver. I think I'm a Gruber. You know what I mean? MacGruber's the dude. Dude, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, I was, t- I mentioned MacGyver. She's like, what? I was like, shut the front door. She was like, I'm never seen MacGyver. I was like, you've got to be kidding MacGyver, me, dude. I was like, do you not? I was like, you've seen MacGruber, right? No. I was like, are you I was, like, I was like, I was like, you need to go on Netflix right now how are you and watch the how first you episode of MacGyver. Only, how you married her for six years and that didn't happen? I know. I don't know. I don't know how. I, I failed her. I failed MacGruber her. MacGruber is like the best. <laughs> <laughs> MacGruber is the best. Paperclip, a pen. A piece of celery in his ass. A piece of celery in his ass. And then he get, totally gets away with a lot. Like, how do you do this? So, I mean... But, uh, come on, man. I, all right, fine. You give me a show, I'll pitch a movie to it. I don't know, man. I don't have any, like... I don't know any... You are like, useless. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google 90 shows. We ain't Google, don't, no, we're not wasting time to. Googling 90 you know shows. You know what came out in the 90s. I but the 90 shows I watched is the 90 shows I watched. You know what I mean? And that's where, like... It, it, it's what I, um... It's what I, like... It was my bread and butter, and I couldn't watch that as a kid. Like... Like you, you couldn't watch certain things growing up. I can only watch certain things myself. You know what I mean? Like what? Ninety shows like Saved by the Bell, but Saved by the Bell movie you can't do that. Uh, no, nope. you know all these are kids shows. So these are short. All oh, these are kids shows. What are these kids shows? Home Improvement, Boy Meets World, Hey Dude, they're all, Cat Dog. They're, they're all, all Nickelodeon they're shows. They're all, aren't they all, they're all sitcoms. The Wonder Wonder the Wonder Years. I love that show. <laughs> Seinfeld the movie. <laughs> 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 oh, play! What is that? You know what I mean? Oh, I don't understand what's going on. There you go, Batman anime series. That was great. Um, Secret World, Alex Mack. Who watched that show? It was on four years. Young teenage girls. I did not watch that show. Um, Angry Beavers. I remember the show. Cheers. That was on for like eleven years. Yeah. Um, Roseanne for eleven years. Blossom for five years. Um, I don't know. Mary with wings. Mary wings. Stop delaying. I'm sorry. Find a show. There's, there's a quantum leap. Quantum leap was on for four years. You made a movie out of that. Five. Five years. You made a movie out of that. I told you because I know because I was a fan of the show, man. Bees in the Butt was almost on TV for eight years. Did you believe that show? Well, that's because it came back. I think. Uh, was it? Was it on for eight years? That's what I'm saying. Doug. Doug. Doug was great. Show uh, shows are are on for one year. Let me get, You're going to make get, a movie out of a show that's only on for one year? Hell yeah. That doesn't give you a whole lot of lore to work with. I'm going to pitch this. I'm going to pitch this, pitch what, this You remember that sci-fi show that Let's came on this. NBC for a little Let's while? Yeah, this, man. <laughs> We're stalling. We got, we got dead air, Nick. I know. Dead air. Dude, you stop talking. 
Um, was it Murder She Wrote? Um, <laughs> a Murder She Wrote movie. <laughs> Is Angela Lansbury still work? alive? No, but you alive? don't. You Angela Lansbury. You somebody else like uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Walker. Oh, uh, what's what, um, let's, what's the chick that played in Elizabeth? Um, oh man, he, uh, Helen Marin. Let's get Helen Marin to make a Murder She Wrote movie. There you go. Hercules movie. Um, the Tick movie. Kevin Serbo. The Tick movie. Yeah, that could work. Coach. The Tick movie could work. Coach. I don't know. Coach. Uh, Space Bill Coast Coast, Babylon 5, Pete and Pete. Oh my god, there's, it's the whole lineup of the 90s. Um, <laughs> it's the whole entire lineup. Larry Sanders show, the Oz. Remember Oz? Oh, Oz, Oz was legit, dude. At a BC, man. That guy was no joke, man. At BC was creepy. He's the yeah. last guy you want to meet in jail. <laughs> he was the last. I, remember, I, just remember, I just remember that there are two episodes I remember specifically, specifically with Adebisi. Suck my dick, bitch. One, no. one, one was when he raped that guy in the kitchen. That was crazy. The yeah. Italian guy. Yeah. And then the other one was when he's masturbating by the window while his girlfriend's sitting out naked by the on the mountainside. It was the really tough. It was it was so bad, man. <laughs> God, Adebisi was a beast. Um, and then I remember that one girl. She was like seducing the the guy, like the know, janitor. The and Sopranos. Started in the 90s, and I didn't watch the single I am going to watch a single episode of Sopranos. That's depressing. There's people that live and die by that show, man. And then, I know, and I never got around to it, ever. You know, what the hell? Number four movie of the 90s? The we should probably get... We should know. We're now... We're, we're, we're really wandering at this point. We're at the hour and eight minute mark. We probably should start to call it. Yeah, mm. I, can't, I can't pick... I, I'll have to, I'm going to have to research something, and I'll have something... For next podcast, right, next, next next podcast, Nick pitches his nineties 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 reboot nineties reboot movie because he's I apparently swear. he's failed us apparently this evening. I All right, folks. Wait. Hey, I, I really appreciate y'all listening tonight. Yeah, uh, we man. covered a lot of cool stuff. We covered some social issues. We covered and then we had some fun. We had some fun at the end. Chicago Hope. Chicago Hope. <laughs> oh my god. Northern Exposure. Spin City. Hey. <laughs> At any rate, hey, thanks for listening tonight. Again, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. Please. And uh, tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have some more to talk about. We'll have we're... more to talk about. This week was a very this, – this back end, like the first Monday to Wednesday, we had a lot to talk about. And this last three days, it's been covered up by freaking – this whole, like, election stuff right here. Yeah. It's ate up everything. And then we had restaurant week. This kind of beyond that, nothing happening around here. Yeah, nothing happening in the world. I looked. I went. I I really tried to find an event for us to go to so we can comment on it. But to be honest, there's just not a lot going on this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So. so I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. But then there will there will be days like that. Any rate, folks, uh, leave a comment. Let us know how you feel, and uh, have a good night. Thank you. One more thing before we head out, I just want to mention we have a short. A uh, very short shout out from a young lady out on the West Coast. She says, Woo-hoo! "From the sunny West Coast, spending all, sending all my love to my best friend. People die at the fair. Here, here. Woo-hoo! All right, y'all. Have a good night. <laughs>